Welcome to the Plutonomics Podcast with Lori Cammy and Barnaby Levin. The word Plutonomics means the study of wealth. It's our mission to educate, to help clients think about their goals and how they might benefit from working with an advisor to achieve them. But more importantly, it's to make sure our listeners understand both the pros and cons of any issue so they can make informed decisions and increase the odds of finding the right answer for them. You see, it's not who's right or wrong, but knowing there are no disinterested parties or unbiased opinions, and that where you sit depends on where you stand, the challenge to making good decisions is to start by questioning one's assumptions and to break free of our prejudices because the truth usually lies somewhere in between. There are always two sides to every issue, both of which have merit. Today's topic for Lori's and my first podcast together is about asset allocation. Let's start with what is asset allocation and why is it so important? It's a term you hear every time you speak with an investment professional, along with diversification. Diversification is the idea of investing in such a way that we reduce one's exposure to any particular asset to achieve a certain rate of return over a period of time while minimizing the risk of loss along the way. Asset allocation then is the process we go through when seeking to balance a portfolio's potential for risk and reward by adjusting the percentage allocated to each asset according to the investor's goal and time frame, and to their tolerance for volatility, meaning a substantial drop in the market. The objective again is to balance the portfolio's characteristics when we're choosing from all of the possibilities we have, knowing each asset behaves differently from one another in different economic scenarios and circumstances. Strategically, after reserving for any short-term needs and some sort of buffer for emergencies, it's only then we turn to longer-term lifestyle goals, including retirement and philanthropy. This is when we target things like growth, total return, by investing in stocks, bonds, and real estate, for example, and on an ongoing basis, reassessing those investments, periodically adjusting the mix as markets move and things change in our lives to make sure we stay on track. In Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, we learn how important it is to begin with the end in mind, that is, to know where you want to go. In my opinion, the three primary drivers of a person's asset allocation should be, number one, what goals they want to achieve. Number two, how much each of those goals will cost. And three, how much time they have to achieve them. If the timeline is one year or less, the primary consideration should be preservation of capital. If 10 years or more, it's to maximize growth. And everything in between is some blend of the two. Another consideration is something called correlation. That is, finding some sort of balance between investments that will, as Laurie said, behave differently under different circumstances. The problem is that in times of crisis, like 2008, all asset classes become correlated. That is, they all go down. But in general, it is important to diversify, and the question then is, to what degree? If you knew ahead of time that a given investment would weather any storm and give you a fantastic long-term rate of return, why wouldn't you just put all your eggs in that one basket? The reason, of course, is we, we can never know. 
So we add other things, some different stocks, precious metals, and maybe a few alternatives, like a good hedge fund or venture capital. In my opinion, however, it's better to have fewer baskets and to watch those baskets more closely. Because I believe in concentrating one's resources on the best in any given category and then moving on to the next industry or asset class. And like Warren Buffett said, to let your winners run as far and for as long as you can. When it comes to the expected rate of return, most advisors will tell you there's no way for anyone to know. So it's better to simply hedge your bets by investing across all asset classes. Barnaby and I have somewhat different opinions on this. But we both agree that one must take not only the current economic environment into account, but also to think in terms of moving a football down the field. With the yield on 10-year treasuries, for example, at about 1.5%, are we on the 10 or 90-yard line with goal to go? Versus, say, the early 80s when yields were 15% plus. We feel that regardless of your age, any allocation to bonds should be smaller and of a shorter duration today. Also, when it comes to things like equity valuation, most people feel that by any measure, valuations are stretched and overly optimistic today. So does that mean you don't invest? We don't think so. It just means that if you believe the market is overvalued, you simply invest less and have a lower expected rate of return. But what is valuation besides whatever price someone's willing to pay or the yield they're willing to accept? Valuation is the expected return based on some estimated future cash flow relative to something called the risk-free rate of return of a one- or ten-year treasury. But again, given where things stand with interest rates as low as they are, determining fair value is more challenging now to assess, especially if interest rates stay as low as they have been over the next ten years. Now, that's possible, of course. But unlikely. Without the Fed buying nearly 60% of all our newly issued debt, rates could suddenly spike for any number of reasons, from inflation rising faster or farther than the Fed expects to remaining high after they do. But as a result, the Fed could lose the confidence of the markets, as they already appear to have done with foreign buyers who for the past year have been net sellers of our debt. Whatever happens, we do feel that certain rules, like 60% stock and 40% bonds, or the percent you have in stock, should be 100 minus your age, are less valid as long as we remain in a period of zero or negative interest rates. And we also feel there's a strong argument to shift away from traditional investment allocations with their over-reliance on bonds towards other asset classes. So to summarize... One, given where interest rates are near zero, we feel there should be a smaller allocation of bonds than traditional age-based or 60-40 models suggest. While this will lead to more volatility, there are other asset classes besides bonds that can help offset risk in the equity part of your portfolio. Based on today's low interest rates and elevated equity valuations, we think one's expectations for returns should be more tempered for the foreseeable future and Depending on one's stage in life, it's still as important as ever to add to one's investments on a consistent and ongoing basis, not only to increase savings, but given the expected volatility to take advantage of those inevitable swings. And again, to periodically rebalance back to your target allocation, which helps you stay on track. Future podcasts will include topics such as the impact of demographics on the economy, future trends, 
and ESG, or Sustainable, Socially Responsible, and Impact Investing. Please feel free to offer us any feedback you might have on how we can improve these discussions or any particular topics you'd like us to include going forward. And please join us next week for our call on demographics. This is Lori Cammy and Barnaby Levin for the Plutonomics Podcast signing off. LK Wealth and Asset Management and LCK Wealth are a group of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities LLC and advisory services through Hightower Advisors LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there is no guarantee that the process or investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance, and any investment opportunity referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable, and any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Neither LK Wealth and Asset Management, LCK Wealth, or Hightower shall in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data, for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date reference and such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of LK Wealth and Asset Management and LCK Wealth and they do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates.